Francisco, welcome to Quizzertron! Thank you so much for being here. I am your host, Rebecca Watson, and without any further ado, let me introduce my panel of guests this evening. Charlie Jane Anders, Will Durst, Vicky Vasquez, and Keith Lowell Jensen! Charlie, 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 you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's very important actually because there is a buzzer in front of each of you and when you buzz in, uh, it will make a sound and show your name behind us. Uh, we will begin it now. Uh, so from now on, whenever you buzz in, it will make a sound and you will be dying points if you don't say something funny. Will You're Durst. Up. There's a microphone, Will. Pick up oh. your microphone. Make sure you speak right into this. Yes, speak right into the microphone. Yes. Hello. Hi. What a great looking crowd. All right. With Correct. A... No, that was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Will. You're off to a great start. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, everybody, mics in hand. We're going to jump right into our first round. Uh, the round is, as always, get to know the contestants. Uh, question number one. Which contestant helped a friend lose $218,000 on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That Will was, Durst. That was me. Absolutely correct. It was you. Dang. <laughs> Will, tell, tell us a little bit about I, I, that. I'm paying him back 50 bucks a month. <laughs> I'll, I'll be done in the year 2086. So you were, you were the phone-a-friend. I was the phone-a-friend on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and the question was... Who directed Michael Jackson's bad video? And I said, they all did. <laughs> no, I was wrong. And he went with me. So the good, the good news is on this show, you get points just for a funny answer, so that would have flown. Yeah. It would have, but it didn't. Yeah. No, not there. Regis Philbin didn't find it funny either. Are you? I blame capitalism. I know. I blame capitalism. I, like, uh, that would be a right answer in a socialist utopia. <laughs> like, this whole be a millionaire thing is just some kind of conspiracy. I don't know. I'm still aiming for it. Oh, yeah. Where's, where's who wants to have cool friends who might not know all the answers but are still fun to have? <laughs> That's called real life, right? <laughs> the name we rejected for this, right? A.K.A. Quizzer Trot. Are you still friends? Uh, yeah, we see each other. Kind of. That answered it. That no. answered it. No. <laughs> uh, well, we us, never were, really. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do when you're not the phone-a-friend for game shows? Um, I, I'm kind of a... Uh, a comic, a political comic. I aspire to be a satirist, but you say that and People think you have goat legs. So, uh, okay, that was a test joke. And seriously. Yeah, these are your people. Yeah, you're going to have to step up your games, people. So will I. So that's it. I write columns that are syndicated and I do commentaries. And I want to ask Keith how to get them as a podcast. And uh, I, I commit uh, stand-up comedy occasionally. And and that's about it. And I've been able to earn my living making people laugh out loud on purpose against their will <laughs> since 1981. So, well, that, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, here we go. Question number two. I don't Which think it's me. Which contestant wants won $1,000 on another game show? Charlie J. Anderson. It was Vicky. You 
You totally. That was you. I'm yeah. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's- I love how sure Charlie was. <laughs> I mean, Charlie was so sure that part of me was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I'm guessing. I did my research. I've already hit the button, fools. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> fools. Are wow. You, are you referring You're to moral the court? Gauntlet down. Am I referring to what? To me, is it me? No, it's not. <laughs> okay, because I did. Is it Will again? But no. I, sort of. It's Will again. Was that it only leaves one? It was me. Yeah, it was me. Oh, this is. It was me. Okay. Charlie. Will. It was Charlie. It was in fact Will. Well done, so, yeah, what happened? I have no idea. No idea. Charlie, microphone, now. $1,000? Charlie, yeah. on what? You just get that mic right up. Okay, so you're, you're the one who buzzed, so you have to answer now. You won $1,000 uh-huh. on a quiz show. Uh-huh. And the quiz show was on radio or television? Uh, you're the one? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. It was on television, and I called you, and you gave me nah. an answer, and you were my friend. Oh, I see. And, like, it worked out. So, you know, you win something, you lose some. Rebecca, you put Charlie close uh, to you for a reason, didn't you? What? <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 always, I always try to keep the person closest to me who I'm going to have to, like, control. <laughs> like, settle. <laughs> Charlie, uh... You 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 did right. You you was my did my research fail me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, and, and it was it was all thanks to Will. Yes, so, you know, no, 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 no. He he's very knowledgeable about like species of mushrooms. If you right. just get him on the mushroom questions, and like you know, right. my first well, wife died from eating bad mushrooms. Well, there you go. That's yeah. why you're such an expert. Ouch! <laughs> um, I got real dark, <laughs> real fast. Too dark. The audience isn't sure what to do with that. <laughs> Things are awkward. Charlie, you're a science fiction writer, is that right? Uh, is that Keith? No, that's me. That's, that's me. I was, that's that's yes, you. I am a science fiction writer, yes. Uh, yeah, what, what are you working on right now? Uh, I'm, well, I have a novel coming out in January called The City in the Middle of the Night, which takes place on a tidally large planet, which means that there's a day side and a night side, and it's about this uh, girl who gets banished into a, the permanent darkness, and she makes friends with the creatures that live there. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And your current, you, you currently do have a book out, All the Birds in the Sky. Yeah. Winning tons of awards. The Nebula? Did you win the Nebula? I did win the Nebula. Oh, no shit. Award. Nice. Yeah. 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 You can applaud that. <laughs> and also, I, I want to mention that one of the reasons why you're here representing the science half of the show is that you were a co-founder of io9 which was Gawker's uh, science sister site. Um, yeah. Now independent, I assume. No, I mean, now it's owned by Univision, I guess. Yeah, that was a really fun time. Um, and it was really fun about Emily Newitz, but she was she hired me to sort of bring the tone down. And so that's what I did. Um, <laughs> right into the gutter. <laughs> right into the gutter. Exactly. That's your job here tonight as well. Yeah, exactly. How did you guess? <laughs> you know, just tell me how your spouse has died, and I'll make fun of you. That'll be great. Sorry. <laughs> Well, Charlie Jane Anders, thank you so much for being here. Here we go. Question number three. Which contestant once chatted on stage with Eli Roth, the creator of Hostel? Vicky. That, that was me. That was you. Well done. Oh, wait. There you go. Correct. <laughs> Tell me about that. Um, I can't tell if it's working. I'm going to assume it is. Um, okay. Uh, I would. I got to meet Eli Roth and Anthony, Anthony Lee. 
the Jezzelneck last year because I was on uh, Shark After Dark because I was on Shark Week. What did you get if you won? If I won Shark After Never mind. Discovery Channel? Shark yes. Week? Discovery Channel Shark Week. So um, I got to be on that show, and then they have a Shark After Dark, which is like their attempt at a late night show. So um, it was like this, but much more awkward. <laughs> oh, give us time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like jokes I realize that get edited out. A lot of you have a lot of body shark material. I learned that Anthony Desnick was a big fan of Cosby jokes, which was. Ooh. Yeah. It was a good time, I guess, <laughs> if you're into dark jokes. Uh, but I can't imagine that plays very well on Discovery Channel Shark Week. Um, also, not so much when my parents are there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. A little smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this looks very familiar right now. <laughs> Uh, so Vicky, you are a shark researcher and if, so we recorded an amazing interview that the internet just would not let happen. It was so good. Technical problems have, we, we tried three different times, couldn't make it happen. So this will be news to our audience and podcast listeners. But, uh, tell us about the shark that you discovered. Yes, I discovered a shark. Um, I'm super into, um, I guess you'd call it the underdog sharks of the world. So basically just not a white shark. And um, there is this really cool group of sharks that glow in the dark and they're called lantern sharks. Nobody understands or realizes that they exist, so I really wanted uh, people to know about that. So when um, I had the chance to discover new species in that group, I had my cousin's help, and since they're 12, they went with ninja. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's Ninja Lantern Shark, and uh, apparently that works. So, um, that's actually how I learned about IO9 because oh, they yeah. did a story on it. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for us. And it is fitting. It's a ninja like animal, right? I mean, it yeah. disguises itself. It's very and... stealthy. Um, it actually glows to camouflage, which sounds weird, but just think about like silhouettes. And so it's glowing just enough to make the silhouette go away. So if you're looking at it, if you're below it, looking up, and you've got the sun and the sky shining down, you'll see a shadow unless it's glowing, and then you won't see anything. Exactly. Until it hits you with a ninja star right between the eyes. So that's the best part. There's five. Yes. And nunchucks. At first, the 12-year-old sounded silly, but now we realize they're the smartest people in the room. I just want to point out that uh, when you said that there are sharks that glow in the dark, someone in the audience went, oh, what? <laughs> You've done your job. <laughs> they sounded betrayed. <laughs> Why was I not informed? <laughs> well, Vicky Vasquez, thank you so much for being here. All right, final question in the Get to Know the Contestants round. Question number four. Which contestant once made an album called Elf Orgy? Keith L. Jensen. It was me. It was, in fact, you. Why did you do that, Keith? You're really running out of secrets about me. You're on every month, Keith. What do you want from me? 
Um, so I uh, was being crass and wrote a joke about the masturbation material that was available in the pre-internet days uh, of my youth, namely ElfQuest, the comic book. And the creator of said comic book wrote me and said, that's a great joke. <laughs> so, wow. And her husband even said, yeah, I spent a few moments with those pages myself. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Creepy. Oh, there's a so there's a there's Wendy a Penny. Yeah, Wendy Penny. So she did the cover for the album Al Forgy. Uh and, and it's a very normal fantasy comic book appropriate for children until issue seventeen and then boom Al Forgy. Like two page full spread group sex Al Forgy out of the blue, out of nowhere. I'm reading with my mom next to me, like, oh boy, I'm going upstairs, mom. Don't don't come in without knocking. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, I mean, most people, when they confess what they masturbated to, don't hear from its creator, like, let's be friends. Like, it was a, it was a very special thing in my life, and, and so she did the artwork for the album. I when and... I met Brian from Wings. Okay. <laughs> you met Brian from Wings? Yeah, he was at a party, and I was like, hey. <laughs> Wait, Wings the band, or Wings no, the TV no, show? No, the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I am I'm also questioning how well this is working. Uh the audience seems to be able to hear it. Okay. Give it a really good tap. Okay, maybe we can turn up Vicky's microphone a little bit. That might be nice. Uh well Keith Old Jensen, thank you so much for being ah, here. Ah, thanks again. for having me. I'm like the opposite of the returning champion. <laughs> like, yeah, you're the returning loser. The, the guy who lost, but we brought him back again anyway. Yeah, yeah. Can't get rid of him. I have to win in order to get reprieve and be able to stay home. Like a bad case of herpes. Uh, oh, I'm going to... That's tonight's prize. No, a good case. I'm sorry. I'm going to... A good, a good case. case of herpes. The best case. Herpes A. The best herpes. Right. All right. Uh, round number two. The theme of round two is science. Uh oh. Question number one. A genetic analysis has revealed clues as to how what animal can survive by eating primarily toxic food. What animal eats toxic food and survives? Keith. Howard Stern. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's that's incorrect. It's close. Vicky. I'm pretty sure that this is not the answer you're looking for, but technically true, it's nudibranchs. <laughs> nudibranchs. Yeah. Is what? Sea okay. slugs. It's, Beautiful it, little It's not what I'm looking for, but now you have to explain. <laughs> what do sea slugs eat? Judges? They eat uh, toxic animals like jellyfish and sponges. And then they use their poison and then are able to give that back to other animals that touch them. And scientists don't understand how that happens. Whoa, that's like an X-Men power. That's like I'm absorbing your poison and then killing other people with it. But the best part is that they eat things that are really boring. So it's like very stealthily attacking a plant. Right. (laughs) And now you get its power. It's like in Australia, they have carnivorous snails. First, they do. I'm going to give so, Vicky points for that, by the way. Uh, it's not their answer, but go go on, uh, go on, you. Will. Uh, no carnivorous snails. I mean, I didn't. I did not realize that. Yes, yeah. So it's like running away from the mummy. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to run real fast right. to avoid the yeah. carnivorous snails. You know, 
you could actually have a picnic and just relocate every hour. And if you've got like a newborn baby there, it's just no big deal. You can outrun that, and then (laughs) (laughs) this is why you're not a parent. (laughs) That is one of many reasons I'm not a parent. (laughs) This implant in my arm being one. I think it's about as scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's also not a a carnivorous snail, but I will say that Will is quite close uh, to a, a creature who consumes toxic materials for its food. Do you mean I'm quite cl- close in, vic- in vicinity? <laughs> you know, geographically, uh, yes, actually. What <laughs> in is terms the real... of what you were talking about. Uh, Miss Walters, what is the real answer? Watson. Uh, Watson. <laughs> let me stop. ask, uh, does the, does the audience know? Anybody? You just no, they're out. like, you're not buying us drinks, so we're not guessing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Koala is absolutely correct. Well done, audience. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to lose to the audience? <laughs> you might. It's happened before. Uh, yes. Koalas uh, spend all day eating eucalyptus leaves that actually get you high. And so, the, you know, the joke is that these, like, dopey little creatures just get high all day and then tip off of their the tree limbs and fall to the ground and, you know, climb back up. That's their lives. Uh, but, you know, humans can't process them. So scientists have recently uh, gone through the koala genome and they found that they actually have genes for detoxifying poisons uh, and another gene that helps them. Uh, it improves their smell and taste so they can pick out the most nutritious leaves. And that's how they survive. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not just cute, smart as well. I mean, I wouldn't say smart. <laughs> smart would have just been eating a non-toxic leaf and not bearing through millions of years of evolution so they can eat the poison. <laughs> As a non-comedian, I have an appropriate joke for this. Yes. <laughs> but I can't uh, wait. Uh, why did the koala fall out of the tree? I don't know. Because it died. <laughs> <laughs> How did the... Uh, wait, wait, there's, more. there's more. Wait, 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 wait. What? Giving you, giving you points for that. It's a three-parter. How did the kangaroo die? Uh, how did the kangaroo die? Yeah. Uh, he was under the tree when the koala fell out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will didn't buzz in or he would have gotten points for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're slow. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was good. We got a... Yeah. <laughs> That's a point for each of you there. Good job. <laughs> Here we go. Question... Oh, boy. We're only on question number two. <laughs> this, is, this is our first three-hour version. <laughs> question number two. Researchers, there will be an intermission. Researchers have revealed that people who eat eel might unknowingly also be consuming what? People who eat eel. Ch- Charlie. Eel shit? I'm guessing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, wait. First I said wrong, but then you made Will choke, so. I am going to give you points for that. <laughs> uh, no, incorrect. Uh, people who eat eel might also be consuming what? Any, any other guesses? <laughs> Charlie, wait. Just say Fox News propaganda. No, get out of here. Get out of here with your politics. Politics have no place in the, the next, the next round is politics. So <laughs> just save it for that. Uh, does anyone in, oh, Will. Worms? 
Uh, incorrect. I'm so sorry. Uh. You've already buzzed in like several times. Seal porn? No. <laughs> you might honestly consume a yell porn? No. no. I would be like, you know. No. No? Just... <laughs> um... I was hoping for some specifics. Are these freshwater or saltwater? <laughs> African or European? Hold on. I, I, I actually, normally I do include a lot of notes for me on each question, but this one, you know, the 4th of July was yesterday. I did a lot of drinking. I literally have one word in response to this question, but I did in- include the link. So, uh... Incorrect. I'm so sorry. Incorrect on both, actually. I should have just, just started with that. It's elf porn. Can I have points for not guessing? Nope. In fact, I'm going to deduct points for not being adventurous enough. No, I'm so sorry, but uh, the correct answer is cocaine. And I don't have yes. any more information. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No. Who no. No, you can't just make shit up. <laughs> Throw something in there, and the answer is Anvil. <laughs> what? what? Will's about to run to the local sushi place, be like, give me all your eel. <laughs> No, okay, so from what I recall, <laughs> what's happening is that a lot of cocaine is being peed out into our water sources and then being consumed by animals that are then consumed by eels, and it actually stays as cocaine in the eel system. So these scientists took a bunch of eels and put them in a tank and sprinkled some cocaine in the water. And, and then they killed the eels and dissected them and found that their flesh had traces of cocaine. So if you eat eel sushi, there's a chance you've had traces of cocaine. Do you have to snort it to get the effect? Or? <laughs> yeah, you have to snort an entire eel up okay. your nose. It's, it's well, not I've easy. I've been there, my sister. I, it's not easy. I've, I've done stranger things for a high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know. You're a real party Smoke animal, Keith. <laughs> we, we talked about that in the green room. All right. Uh... I'm going to start skipping questions that I only put one <laughs> one word down. <laughs> Next question. Studies show that people experience disrupted sleep, increased rates of obesity, and even increased cancer rates because they're constantly being exposed to the tech industry's favorite color. What is it? Plaid. Pleasant. <laughs> Plaid. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keith. I'm going to go with you. Stop telling him the answer. I'm what? Gonna or the wrong answer. Stop but telling him the wrong answer. There were like answer. five different colors coming from the audience. Yellow. You were going to go, no, you should have gone with the audience. Ah! <laughs> I was about to switch to them before you said wrong. The audience is correct. It's blue. Yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. But, you know, next time, shut the fuck up until I ask you for your opinion, all right? Deduct points from the audience so they don't win. You know what? They need to learn a lesson. You're right. You're right. Oh, this is a bold new strategy. Is pissing off the audience for buying them drinks to right? Like we used to get you guys drunk. Now, (laughs) 
Yes, uh, blue LED light uh, apparently disrupts your melatonin production. Melatonin is the hormone that regulates your sleep. And uh, they've done tests where they've, you know, shown people other colored lights, uh, red, orange. Those do not disrupt melatonin at all. It's just blue light. Uh, but thanks to the tech industry and really thanks to movies and television that make us think when we think of the future, we think of like glowing blue LEDs. So the tech industry produces all of these things with all of these lights on them, like um, you know, our adapters have little little indicator lights and our phones have a blue tint to their screens. And those things are extremely bad for your sleep cycle to the point that, yeah, it can disrupt your sleep, which leads to you eating more food, getting obese, and even increased cancer rates. So, yeah, turn off your phones at night and rid your homes of anything with blue light. Give them to me. <laughs> Uh, but the researchers that are working on this are asking uh, the movie and TV industry to start, like particularly set decorators, to start trying to incorporate more orange and red into their future tech because that will encourage more product designers to do the same. Let and me then guess. will be better off. Crayola sponsored this research. I know big crayons influence when I see it. You know that crayons are different from light, right? <laughs> it's like they're opposite. Yeah, but the kids are going to get the coloring books of those movies, and then Crayola, it costs a lot more to produce Did you get your blue kid a Blade Runner coloring book, did others. you? <laughs> when do we get to the InfoWars portion? <laughs> I'm getting ready. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting there. All right, next question. Uh, why are more women freezing their eggs? Vicky. Because working in the Bay Area is super lame and there's no health insurance. <laughs> so you have to date a really rich tech bro. You're wrong, but the audience liked it, so I'll give you some points there. Uh, Keith. Because the current stock of men available are shit. Absolutely correct. That is correct. Not even just because the audience liked it. Give Keith a hand. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, the traditional, uh, story about why women freeze their eggs is so that they can focus on their careers and their schooling and get all that, that out of the way first. But some researchers went out and surveyed a bunch of women who were actually, uh, freezing their eggs. And what they found was that the vast majority said men are shit. That, <laughs> 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 uh, you know, present company, whatever. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Whoa, that was a right turn. You went into a cul-de-sac and then came back out. So No, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they uh women are waiting to be able to find a partner who they think they can have a safe and long relationship with, and they're having difficulty doing that because they find that a lot of men years are- later. <laughs> Blade Runner movie is like all the, the women who finally find a partner in like 2099 or whatever. Start popping out those those frozen babies finally. That's what that, that, that option is is very specific to to people with good health care. That's true. Um, does not include graduate students. And ag- actually, they uh, they did discuss this in the paper, and I will throw this out there. I do put up all of the notes for this show on my. But you Patreon. have a one word answer. 
Yeah. Men are shit. If, that, <laughs> that was your answer. <laughs> There's Basically, no link. Garb- There's so many links to men are shit. Garbage. That's the problem. <laughs> Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash Rebecca, I will post the uh, full notes for the show and links to all the studies. So uh, we can get into it more there. But you're right. Uh, healthcare does have an impact on it. Okay, next question. Uh, it turns out that humans are surprisingly good at estimating the size and strength of others without seeing them, but with only hearing them do what? Will. Uh, speak. Uh, could you be more specific? Uh, speak language. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not giving you that. <laughs> Charlie. Take your dump. <laughs> I mean, come on, think about it. It takes a lot of muscles. I like how it Charlie's like, he said speak and she wanted more specific. So clearly the answer is take a dump. <laughs> I mean, I was, I mean. I'm so sorry. I'm using I'm logic. I'm so sorry, but that's incorrect. <laughs> Keith. Yell? Could you be more specific? Yeah, you always say that. <laughs> Curse? Rap? No, I'm not going to give it to you. I need specific Freestyle. Picky. Freestyle. Copy, yell. Laugh? Incorrect. Freestyle. Laugh. It is not freestyle or laughing. It's actually roaring. Uh, what? Yeah, okay. yeah. And the reason I mean, why... So you do when you're thinking you're dumb, so. <laughs> I mean, come on. I think I should get some points. She's got a point. Charlie, we need to talk (laughs) with your doctor. (laughs) Uh, The reason why I couldn't accept yelling is because yelling didn't work. Some researchers had people uh, shout. They, They had them yell, and they had other people try to estimate how big and strong the person doing the yelling was. And if they were just yelling, they weren't able to do it. But if they had the person roar, like raw, <laughs> then they were. Excuse able me, to could do you it. do that again? This isn't about your weird kink, Will. <laughs> All right, you can replay the podcast when it goes live. <laughs> uh, can we get the audience to roar? On the count of three: one, two, three. Oh, Ooh. they are a big and That's strong. A big audience. Strong That's a big audience. and strong yeah. audience. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought we had a bunch of Baria nerds. No. Yeah. <laughs> Barbarians. They are mighty. I would yes. say the right side was a little stronger. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, that yeah. second row. Well thing. done. Yeah. Uh, the weird outliers were that men tended to underestimate women's size and strength when they roared. <laughs> and women tended to overestimate men. Mm. Again, no politics this round. No politics. There's a real matter shit theme going on. <laughs> All right, last question of this round. Is coffee good for you or bad for you this month? Vicky. Good, good. It's always good. Absolutely good. correct. Yes, well done, Vicky. I didn't get the points, but I feel like I won something from the answer. <laughs> we all win something. Uh, Vicky, did you see the recent research about this? No, I, I, I just go on me. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it could be tricky as a science news consumer because you do often see articles saying red wine or coffee or other things are good for you, bad for you in between. And uh it turns out though that coffee is pretty much by and large always good. Uh every giant study says as much. And so a recent giant study of half a million people showed that 
Uh, people who drank more coffee were less likely to die of anything. <laughs> and obviously... Wait, wait, wait. Like and who sponsored this? Bullet wounds. <laughs> Roar. Yeah. Well, if you drink enough coffee, you see in like slow motion matrix bullet times, so you can just kind of dodge it, I think. Uh, so this is a correlation, you know, not, uh, we don't know causation. There might be some other things. People who drink a lot of coffee might be healthier in other ways as well. But here's the weird thing. They found that people who drink more coffee also tended to be smokers who drank alcohol. So... Like, they should not be right. living longer, but they do. So. God, I love coffee. Yeah. That's amazing. There's another reason But there's so it. many studies, and they come, as you say, they come A, B, A, B. You know, yeah. it's like, when I grew up, milk was good for you, then it was bad, now they don't know. Right. Well, it can shut be up. <laughs> it can be really tough. And that's the interesting thing about coffee, though, is that uh, for things like milk or red wine and things like that. Um, there are studies that sort of go back and forth, but with coffee, it's really just the occasional outlier study that gets media attention. It's bad for you. But overall, every large study of coffee shows that it makes you live longer. Every single one. And this one that just came out as well. So red wine, on the other up. hand, this month is on the outs. Is it? Red wine is back out again. Uh, Bill. But is that, is that more than one glass? The, the problem, it's not even that it's bad for you, it's that all of its supposed benefits are bullshit, and the biggest problem is how hard it is to do a study on alcohol because of the Everybody's place drunk. it has in our lives socially. <laughs> if you don't drink, there's probably a reason. If you, you drinking is the normal thing. How do you have a control group? How do you have a placebo? That's People notice that, when they're drinking placebo wine. Yeah. <laughs> they go, hey. All of these, all <laughs> of these studies, truth. uh, all of the studies are looking back at people's lives because yeah, you can't do a study where you're like, okay, everybody lived the exact same life, only you drink all the coffee and you drink none of the coffee. <laughs> they, they can't do that. All they can do is look at large populations. This person drinks a lot of coffee or red wine or what have you. And then seeing like, oh, this person died early. And when you do that across vast populations, you start to get an idea of something might be up with this. But yeah, it's still tricky. But yeah, every single large study of coffee says it's good. So yeah, drink coffee. In terms of correlations, I'll just say if, if anybody's interested, there's that um, skit from John Oliver where he goes into uh, correlations, and the theme for that one is just that everything gives you cancer. So like, <laughs> chocolate won't give you cancer, but it will give you cancer. Like, wine's gonna give you cancer, but it also won't. So keep drinking it. And then there's also um, I can't remember who does it, but I believe. There is sort of some sort of maybe you guys know about it, some sort of improv group that where scientists go up and they do fake lectures on correlations. Uh, <laughs> oh, really funny. I'm not aware of that. That sounds awesome. great. So good luck with your Google searches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's the end of our second round. Let's see uh, where everybody is. Looks like. We've got a tie for first place. Will and Vicky are tied for first place with 200 points. The audience uh, gained some points and lost some points and are currently dead even with zero. And then, uh, yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. You're, yeah. 
you're, you're basically in second place. And then uh, Charlie and Keith are bringing up the rear with negative 300. You actually only put a minus sign in front of my 300 points. I don't know what happened there. I mean, you know, that's only the <laughs> second round, so don't worry about it. We can, uh, you can catch up. You can catch up. I mean, no one ever has, but theoretically it no, could happen. No one has ever caught up in the history of Quizotron, but maybe this is the night. Uh, all right, so here we go. Record-breaking night. Round three, the theme of round three is patriotism? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> so we move from men are shit to Trump is shit. Okay. Mm-hmm, basically. Uh, here we go. Question number one. Uh, which founding father nearly killed himself by trying to execute a turkey via electricity? <laughs> Keith Lowe Jensen. Gotta be Ben Franklin. Of course it's Ben Franklin. <laughs> what was it with that dude and turkeys? You're just making stuff up he now. He loves slash hated some turkeys, and he loved electricity. Yes. <laughs> he loved libraries, too. Did he do it in a library? So here's the thing. He decided he was going to have a picnic, and everything in the picnic was going to be killed and cooked with electricity. <laughs> he thought this was brilliant, and so he brings out the turkey, he was right. and he goes to kill it with electricity, and it went poorly. <laughs> he did nearly kill himself. The turkey, I think, got away. <laughs> right. I think that just ruined the picnic. <laughs> did I mention our sponsor now is PETA? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't eat turkeys, y'all. They all, Ben almost made them our national bird. He would. He wanted that to be our national bird, yeah. which these days actually would be more fitting. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh. Fun yeah. fact I learned from my friends who moved to Santa Rosa, if a turkey lands in your backyard, you can shoot it. <laughs> in Santa Rosa. In Santa Rosa. In city limits, you can take out a gun and shoot a turkey in your backyard. I don't know where the rules start and stop, but <laughs> you can find out next time you go to Santa Rosa. Good to know. Good to know. No turkeys in my yard. All right. Uh, question number two. Police in Indiana this week seized ecstasy pills from dealers that were bright orange and shaped like what? Will. Donald Trump. Absolutely correct. Did you see this news story? Yeah. Did you see the the pills? Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're they're little tiny pills, and they got his hair and his little mouth, his <laughs> little anus mouth. <laughs> Do I really have to? No, no. It's an incredible likeness for such a small pill, and on the back it says "Great Again." <laughs> nice. Ravers ruin everything. Or make it better. Like, I think that's kind of amazing. I'm with them on this one. They have my support. Yeah, because you know Donald Trump doesn't like that, so. Right. So it must be good. (laughs) Question number three. Ronald Reagan's administration famously determined that when it comes to school lunches, what counts as a vegetable? Ketchup. Absolutely correct. It is ketchup. Well done. Yeah. Uh... Were you around when this happened? Probably not. Uh, I was like eating. Yeah. yeah. I was like eating the ketchup for lunch <laughs> in the school. I was 30. <laughs> yeah, Keith, tell us about that. <laughs> that hubbub. <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, it was a, a bit of a to-do, and it was based on um, the idea that there had to be certain regulations for, particularly for um, reduced price school lunches where they had to offer kids two vegetables or fruits along with a meat. And so they thought, well, 
why don't we just make ketchup a vegetable? And then that's one right off the list. And if we also make relish a vegetable, that's two off the list. Here, have a hot dog. Jolly ranchers are a fruit. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, And, you know, it uh, it didn't go over well. (laughs) It did not make them look good. And it never ended up going. They rescinded it. Yeah. He also said trees cause pollution. Right. Trees cause pollution? Yeah. And what did Reagan he, said that? Did he offer any description of that? Like any explanation for that? No, it was just an offhand remark during a speech. Oh, okay. But there, there was some weird kernel of truth to it that at night they put out CO2. There was something where he took it and drew really ridiculous conclusions with it. Sound familiar? Yeah. So my Reagan? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Ronnie. Uh, let, let's talk about another dumb thing he said. <laughs> he once stated that he had, and I quote, absolute proof that doing what, quote, is equal in brain damage to being on Bikini Island during an H-bomb blast. Keith. Smoking pot. Absolutely correct. Well done. We're in my wheelhouse now. I remember hating Reagan. <laughs> that was like the best age for American punk rock. It really was. <laughs> His direct quote was, smoking even one marijuana cigarette is equal in brain damage to being on Bikini Island during an H-bomb blast. <laughs> yep, yep. And there I think... You did some A-B testing, I bet. Yeah, I think this panel is proof of that. <laughs> oh, Ronnie. And what's scary is that now, like... <laughs> We're, we're looking back and we're like, remember how uh, the halcyon days, yeah, yes. When Republicans were normal. Just kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Question number five. Who is the only president to ever hold a patent? And for a bonus point, what was it? Oh. <laughs> Stumps. Yeah. Stumps. Do we get a clue? Uh, it's not what he's most famous for. <laughs> he was a white man. <laughs> oh, that narrows it down. Well, that, that narrows it down to 44. He's dead now. <laughs> that narrows it down to 40. Dead well, now. Well, I feel bad that I clicked in because you said that what's he's famous for line, and I was going to guess someone who's not dead now. And then you, dead? The next clue came in. So it's dead guy. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Nixon. Incorrect. I'm so right. sorry. Uh, wore a stovepipe hat. Oh. Charlie. Abraham Lincoln? Absolutely correct. It was Abraham Lincoln. Half point. Half wow. After that wow. clue. <laughs> nice clue. Giving them away. Initials AL. Uh, yeah, Lincoln was the only guy with a patent, uh, and it was for a device to lift boats over shoals and obstructions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought oh, you might. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he got into that. He had a lot of other stuff on his plate. Well, there will be a link <laughs> in so the show sorry. notes. Question number six. What did Warren G. Harding name Jerry? What did Warren G. Harding name Jerry? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't get the question. Warren G. Harding. Harding. He name. named named something. He oh, gave what it a did nickname. he name Jerry? Jerry. Oh. Charlie. His horse? Incorrect. <laughs> so sorry. Keith. The toilet. I'm so sorry that's incorrect. Going to see Jerry? No. No. Um, no. Was I, he the one that had a pet bear? 
No, one of the presidents had a pet Teddy bear. Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah. Was <laughs> it Teddy? No, yeah. It Sorry. wasn't a bear. Wrong. Wait, just because he doesn't buzz in doesn't mean he doesn't lose points. Right. right. <laughs> no, that's true. That's, uh, there you go. Vicky, you got a guess? I got my bad guess. Give me your bad guess. My bad guess is that Warren G tried to name Nate Dog Jerry, and then Nate Dog was like, no, it's Nate Dog. <laughs> You started with Warren G, and that's so that's that's where my brain went, and it stayed there because it's good music. That is not what I thought you were gonna say, but I'm <laughs> giving you points for it. Uh, I am gonna throw it to the audience, though. I heard a stick. No, no, his no. His dick. His dick. Oh, his dick. Uh, that's correct. <laughs> Oh, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. His name was already Harding. You think he could have come up with something a little better? <laughs> Party Hardy Harding? Yeah. Uh, history note get recorded? Well, great question. Uh, Warren G. was a big fan of sending letters to his mistress, um, <laughs> Carrie Fulton Wonder Phillips. Wonder how little Jerry was doing? <laughs> In fact, I can give you a direct quote. Please do. <laughs> Wish I could take you to Mount Jerry. <laughs> One wonderful spot. <laughs> so it was Mount Jerry. No, sometimes. that was just in one of them. Usually oh, okay. it was just things like Jerry came for a visit <laughs> while I was reading your last letter. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was a dog. All right, last question in this round. Oh. John Quincy Adams once called for an expedition to what fictional place? Will. Atlantis. Incorrect. Great guess, but incorrect. What fictional place did he actually call for an expedition to? Keith. Eden? <laughs> incorrect. It was a place that would have been accessible from the United States. Uh, Charlie. El Dorado? Incorrect. You didn't let me finish. Accessible from the United States, but more easily accept, accessible from the Arctic. Uh, the plan was for an expedition to go to the Arctic. Santa's workshop? <laughs> still, still incorrect. Vicky, you got a guess? Wait, I, are you saying the Arctic isn't real? <laughs> no, Vicky, that's not the answer. <laughs> they were hoping to get to the fictional place by going through the Arctic. Do, do, no. do, 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 do. Uh, does it, this is a, this is a deep cut. Does anybody in the audience actually know? No. Uh, the correct answer is the center of the earth. Uh, not fictional. That's not fictional. The I want my points back. The center of a hollow earth. <laughs> the center. Uh, yeah, a uh, it's a fiery core. An army, an army officer by yeah. the name of John Cleve Sims Jr. Uh, definitely believed that the Earth was hollow, and so he petitioned Congress to put together a an expedition to journey to the center of the Earth. Uh, in, like the movie and the book. Um, luckily, uh, Congress said no, but Adams was like, yes, that is a great idea. Love it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, 
But unfortunately, he wasn't president much longer, probably because of decisions like that. Because <laughs> all the scientists were like, "You can't, the Earth is not hollow. You can't do that. But if you're going to the center of the Earth, why does it matter where you start? Great question. They, <laughs> they thought that there was like a cavern you could get into and then like go in through... I don't know. They should have waited for Jules Verne. To... It's all BS. Uh, yeah, and Jackson was the next president, and he did a lot of stuff wrong, but the one thing he did right was say, we're not doing that. <laughs> so the expedition never happened. Can I interject a fun shark fact? Yes, please. <laughs> I love that she's answering questions you're not asking. Right, this is, I love it. Okay. I love it. This is a new thing. She gets points for him, too. Right. <laughs> Oh, wait, um, I rang in the wrong person. So, um, in the United States, more people have died from collapsing sand holes than shark attacks. How does this relate to the center of the earth, you may ask? Yeah, that's what it we're all thinking. Also, what's a sand hole? I, my sand hole collapsed once. It's very painful. <laughs> a lot of questions. Did you name it Jerry? You're right. <laughs> Jerry just caved right in. Sorry, go. <laughs> Terrible. Sandy <laughs> Mount Jerry. <laughs> um, so basically, just think of that little kid at the beach who's trying to, like, dig their way to Australia. Ah. And then that dumb kid tries to fill up that sand, which is now basically quicksand. And a shark comes in. And lo and behold, somebody else walks over that sand, gets sucked in, almost survives, but then the shark gets them. Yeah. <laughs> The sand true? shark. No, yeah, yeah, but like basically walking over sand um, at a beach yeah. and you fall into it like quicksand and then you die and that happens more than shark attacks. I can't believe that all of our childhood nightmares were true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think quicksand was a thing, but That's apparently it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. You scare the shit out of oh, that was the last one in that round. So uh, let's see how we're all doing. Yes. Uh, Vicky is in first place with 300 points. Will is in second with 200. The it was 100 catching I, up. I pressed the wrong button and gave you extra points a minute ago, so well done. Uh, the audience is in third with 100. Give yourselves a hand. Keith, down what, on the pod. Keith, I thought you were coming back. Char- no, are you kidding? I'm right where I want to be. I like to be on one end or the other. I can't stand <laughs> to be in the middle. Yeah, that's what your wife said. Hey, hey I'm not even sure what, what that, that means. means. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but <laughs> uh, Charlie, negative 300. You're moving up in the ranks. Well done. And yeah, Keith, negative Moving up by staying still. It's a good strategy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Round number four, weird-ass animal facts. Yep. This Ow. one's for you, baby. I'm so excited. This is for Wait you, Wait a minute. That's... <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's biased in Vicky's favor. I'm glad you, you know. decided not to go with weird animal ass facts. I, think <laughs> I mean, is, it's kind good. of a mixed... All right. Yeah, you'll see. I, I got tests for that, too. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Question number one. Where is a shrimp's heart located? In its ass. In its ass. <laughs> so sorry. That's, you were so excited, too. Like, it just fit. I kind of wanted to give it, it was to you. Kismet. <laughs> You're and so it's excited. Sand hole. But no, I'm so sorry. All right. <laughs> Where's a shrimp's heart? I can't believe nobody's going to be a marine biologist here. Yes, Keith? Not in its ass. <laughs> 
Could you be more specific? <laughs> a shrimp is this big. That's yeah. pretty fucking specific, right, not point, in his ass. Point to, point to it. Okay, it's at the top. Correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's in its head. <laughs> now, heart is in its head? Top. Yep. Oh, Shrimp's wow. heart is in its head. So think of that the next time you're eating one. You you horrible monster. <laughs> it's okay. It's been debated. What's up? I said it's okay because it's been debated. Oh, that's true. Oh. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, Devane, your, your, your shrimp. Question number two. The Canadian province of Alberta is, along with Antarctica and the Arctic, the only place on Earth without an infestation of what animal? The province of Alberta... Vicky. Cockroaches. Incorrect. Keith. Ants. Incorrect. Will. Mosquitoes. Incorrect. Might as well, Charlie. What do you got? Rats. Absolutely correct, Mama Charlie. Yeah, rats get everywhere. Uh, but Alberta is landlocked and surrounded by mountains and forests and fields that are really inhospitable to the brown rat. Uh, particularly it's winters, like no one can survive there. It's a horrible place. Um, I mean, I've been there. I've shot off guns and ridden four-wheelers there. It's a lot of fun. But other than that, it's a horrible place. Um, and so rats can't live there. The first rat appeared there in 1950. And then and it in... told the others. <laughs> <laughs> it, wrote a, it wrote a review in its blog. It was like, fuck this place! <laughs> it's cold as fuck! <laughs> There's weird nerdy girls riding four-by-fours and shooting guns. I don't know what's going on. Come on, that's a plus. Uh, no, in 19- There's no rats in Calgary? Yeah. In 1951, the year after the first rat was discovered, the government instituted, instituted this draconian uh, law about rats where they just destroyed every rat they could find. You're not even allowed to own a rat as a pet. The only people that can have rats in cages are uh, scientific institutions and zoos. Otherwise, no rats in all of Alberta. Sounds like quite a zoo. That's so are there rats then in Antarctica? No, Antarctica, the Arctic, and uh, Alberta are the only large areas without rats. There are also places in New Zealand that have successfully gotten rid of rats, but just in like little pockets that they they're trying to get rid of all of them countrywide. But it's an uphill battle. So yeah, because rats are fucking everywhere they're the worst uh okay. and if they eat the flowers in your backyard your daughter names them flower eater and then won't let you do anything to get rid of them because they're sweet oh not flower eater daddy <laughs> sorry like... baby i've got to kill flower eater <laughs> that sounds like a pokemon you yeah. can't kill that you can only catch it and force it to fight others and their schedule is such that they do it while we're eating dinner Right outside the window next to the dining room Wait, so table. they have dinner with you? Yeah, we're eating dinner and they're out there munching on flowers and it's, it's horrible. Adorable. No, it's not. Oh, no, because my wife cute. is sitting there going. That's very cute. Teach them tricks. Question number three. What animal poops cubes? Cubert. It was worth it. 
that. I'm going to give you that. <laughs> you get points for that. Judges? God bless you. <laughs> Not what I'm looking for, but you get the points. <laughs> any other any other guesses? What animal poops in cubes? Will. Platypus? No, but you're very close. <laughs> Geographically speaking. Oh, we're back in. Charlie. Aardvark? No. Further further away. Further away. Vicky, you got anything? No pressure. Does she get a clue? I'm gonna like get all the things in this category wrong. <laughs> but since he said Australia, I mean I didn't, but I implied it. She said that earlier. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm gonna go. Mel Gibson. <laughs> You're probably right. That guy's weird. <laughs> uh, but other than him, I'm gonna go with a. Yahoo serious or just gonna name? Nicole Kidman. Buzz, buzz in. Buzz in, Vicky. I'm gonna go with a reptile. And I'm gonna go with a lizard. Thing. A lizard? Like a, like a lizard thing. <laughs> you just, you just spent like 20 minutes <laughs> trying to name an Australian animal and you said lizard? <laughs> Well, so what I was doing... No, just was, stop. No, just stop. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> no. What is it? But I know that the audience has it. Wombat is absolutely correct. It's a really? wombat. Yeah. It's a wombat. Uh, Why do you know that? Because <laughs> they're nerds. They're, they're our people. They're oh, my God. If they had trait... Change the rules, you would be so drunk right now. I know, you guys would be toasted. I'm so sure it wasn't a mammal. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the wombat poops in cubes. It has a round anus, but a, a scientist oh, that did painful. actually. <laughs> no, honey, you have a round anus. As I, well. I hate to break this to you, Keith. <laughs> you also have a round anus. <laughs> no, the round anus doesn't sound painful. Pooping a cube out of a round anus oh, sounds painful. Oh, okay. I'm, with, I'm with you now. I'm with you now. <laughs> I had a no, logic that, glitch that there. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, a scientist came up with like a, a mock wombat digestive system <laughs> to show how she thinks it might happen because nobody really knows for sure. But it seems to be due to the shape of their proximal colon. It happens to like bunch up their poops in certain ways. Their poops are also very dry. For the record, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Too okay. much, too much fiber. No, that does matter because that was going to be my next question. Really? Thank you so much, Vicky. Thank you for having me there. No, it makes sense. It would but have to be dry. I spent the last day like celebrating the Fourth of July and reading about wombat poop. So <laughs> this is where my brain is. All right. Question number four: The water boatman is an insect that makes the loudest sound relative to its body size. It produces the sound by rubbing what on its belly? What does it rub on its belly? Will? It's penis. Obviously, yes. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Look how proud he is. Is anybody keeping track? What percentage of the answers this game have been dick? Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> this is at least three, if not four. Nobody asked you. Also, that's another one where I literally just wrote down penis. This is what happens when there's a holiday before the yeah, quiz. You don't need more information. What's its penis on its... Every answer from now on, penis. audience can win by yelling out, penis! 
Question number five. What animal do we think of as being a single animal, but is in fact several organisms grouped together? Keep. Portuguese man of war. Yes. Well done. I honestly, I was about to skip that one because I'm like, it's, they're never going to get this. Actually, I researched. incorrect because that is not the only one. Uh, so. I didn't say it was Some the only say... one. I didn't say it was the only one. So what? You just want to like add an entire just... phylum of species that you can guess from? Yeah. Well, some would say, well, uh, Wasps are a superorganism and, and some ant colonies, and some would even say humans are a superorganism. No, not what you're going for. No, Vicky would not say that. Just, just a bunch of notes, because those are still individual organisms, whereas, like, corals okay. are, like, this entire thing, and each little individual has a different I got job. the points already. So Did you know that? I already have the points. Look, <laughs> also, they're, they're I up want there. you to know um, how wrong point. you are. Also, just to point out, he buzzed in before I was finished the... The last part of that was, it's often mistaken for a jellyfish. So It is in the same just, <laughs> I saw wow. her hand hovering. And Can I somebody give Vicky another beer? <laughs> is that possible? Steven, could Men you give Vicky another? I'm Thank you. you. My card is at the bar. Thank you. <laughs> Did you just tell this audience that your card is at the bar? <laughs> All of a sudden, everybody has to go to the bathroom. I've made a huge, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Uh, do you I want another one as well? Can I get another? Hey, Maria. Can I get a? You're taking a whole order. Can I get a soda water with lime? <laughs> did Did I mention we're no longer allowed to bring our own booze and drink on stage? <laughs> so it's it's really uh, made things difficult. Look at you making notes. Yeah, I could do for Thank another. You. Yeah. This is the best part for the listeners at home. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be, this part will be edited out, so. Okay. Maria, she wants an IPA. Say, uh, say all of your, uh. Thank you. All your dark humor what, what now. Look at someone rushing out ahead of her. <laughs> yeah, to get to the party, put in their With order on lime. my card. With lime. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. <laughs> mean it. Do you have okay. it set up to give her points or? Yeah, the audience deserves a point for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I momentarily forgot what buttons to push. Maybe I shouldn't have that other beer. Uh, well done, audience. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, so it's called, um, it's called a siphonophore, right? Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Siphonophore. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking to you, Keith. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's things like coral. Uh, it's uh, The Portuguese man of war isn't a jellyfish. It's made up of a bunch of different organisms, each called a polyp, or there's another word for it as well. Yeah, so it's part of a group of animals called cnidarians. And so this is how uh, jellyfish, sea anemones, they're all related because they do the same polyp thing, corals as well. And the one thing that they all have in common also is like this little bubble and inside is like a giant spear thing. And that's the thing that the nudibranchs eat and somehow don't pop it and then like spear you with it. It all comes back to nudibranchs with you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I give her my points? Because I really did not earn yeah, those. She's getting extra points for yeah. that. Well done. Thank you, Vicky. <laughs> Question number six. What animal has orange sweat? Keith. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> That's a good one. He needs points for that. Normally I would deduct points for pandering, but... 
I did write that question knowing there would be pandering, so it's fine. Uh, you get points, but it's wrong. Does anybody actually know what animal has orange? And uh, sweat is in quotation marks. It's not actually sweat, but it looks like sweat. Is it a bat? It is not a bat. Uh, does anybody in the audience happen to know? No. Uh, it's a hippo. Hippos have remarkably sensitive skin and uh, they can get sunburn. You know, they're related to pigs. Pigs can also get sunburn. That's why they roll in the mud. And uh, so hippos have this secretion that comes out of their body. It's this oily, reddish, orange stuff. It's like a Gatorade commercial. <laughs> yes, it's exactly like that. <laughs> Only instead of dunking, they're like responsible for most deaths of humans in the Amazon right. or something. <laughs> How do they rate compared to sand holes, though? Uh, Vicky? Uh, worse. worse. Yeah, like they kill a lot of people. On that continent. Yeah. I'm super good with animals. Good, good. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it acts as a, a kind of sunscreen uh, and also moisturizes their skin and prevents it from getting waterlogged because they spend all that time in the water. So Does they're all wrinkly. Do you know if it has electrolytes? <laughs> I do not, Keith. Right. I don't know if you can market this as a Gatorade uh, <laughs> substitute. Hippo sweat coming to a market near you. It could work. Uh, yeah, question number... Oh, thank you so much. Question number seven... This is a tough one. I want you guys to really think about this. What animal looks most like a dick? <laughs> Be more specific. <laughs> that's so not No, fair. I'm sorry, but that's that's what I wrote yesterday. <laughs> there well, so there's like uh the velvet worm. There's like uh there's also these. This was her minor in college. <laughs> She's a marine biologist, for Christ's sake. I mean, this is her thesis. <laughs> uh, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not the velvet one, Charlotte. Oh no, Keith. Circumcised or uncircumcised? Great question. Great question. Um, uncircumcised. Uh, tube worm. Tube worm? No, I'm so sorry. It's incorrect. Charlie. The sandworms and dude. <laughs> Come on! So sorry. Getting closer, though. Whatever. Um, what if I told you that, like, you could maybe just guess it based on putting two words together? The sea cucumber. No. Does anyone in the audience the know? The dick worm. <laughs> Gooey duck is a great guess, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, gooey duck is a good answer. I think they Yeah. Did you say okay, most? Uh, okay. All right. All right. Do you have something that's better? All right. I'll give you points because it's a really good answer, but I'm sorry. The answer I was looking for is the penis snake. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Does it actually give a picture of one? So what makes me no, so happy? No, because this is an audio podcast, and I debated whether or not to like put up a picture of the penis snake, but uh, I realized that it wasn't necessary because all you have to do is imagine a penis, <laughs> and that's what it looks like. Well, well so do- podcast friends, I would tell them to also Google search a hydrothermal vent worm because that's going to look pretty. It's penis not. Snake. I guarantee it will not compare to the penis snake. <laughs> But I'm excited that there. I never get to use this information. There's also a frog called the aquatic scrotum. What? And guess where such a frog would live? 
I shit you not, Lake Titicaca is where you will find <laughs> the aquatic scrotum. No. And this is this is real. There's a scrotum frog in Lake Titicaca. Yeah, the aquatic scrotum. Who uh, the fuck was naming things in that part of the world? <laughs> a genius. A 12-year-old genius. <laughs> <laughs> kind of oh makes you God. feel bad about that ninja shark now, doesn't it? Definitely not, because my cousins don't have dirty minds. Right. <laughs> yeah, Vicky, when are you going to... When are you going to discover a giant penis? I'm working on it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that did kind of, in retrospect, that did sound like a pickup line. Uh, No aspersions on her personal life, please. I passed several stores on the way here. We'll we'll talk later. It's a real thing, though. I didn't make it up. It's the penis snake. It's, uh, it was uh, discovered in Brazil a few years ago. It could actually reach uh, 32 inches in length. So, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Is that placid? Oh, Maria. It's actually, it's actually only like 16 inches. Fetches. <laughs> Fetches drinks and out funnies the comedian. That's because it's cold out. <laughs> Unless it's cold out. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> the, the female last penis snake is behind round. it going. Last, last question this round. What animal gathers in a group known as a conspiracy? conspiracy Gasp from the audience. Of... Someone in the audience knows it, but you got to keep quiet. Come on. I know I've heard what this animal's recently? collective noun is a conspiracy? Reminder that you can make a joke. Will. Crows? <laughs> Incorrect. That's a, that's a murder. That's a murder. Vicky. Cows? Incorrect. That's just a herd, I think. I think that's a herd. <laughs> I don't think you should trust them. Charlie. Republican Supreme Court Justices. Thank you. God. <laughs> Why did it take that long? <laughs> Charlie, can you repeat that for the audience? Uh, Republican Supreme Court Justices. <laughs> I can't believe it's a, that I only wrote this for the joke answer. <laughs> it took like 20 minutes to get to it. Uh, does it anybody in the audience know the actual answer? You're close. I need you to be more specific. Conspiracy of macaques? So close. But no, but oh, were you just saying macaques? Because cox is in it? Is that what you were going for? Definitely we, not. That makes me really uncomfortable. We sense a theme. <laughs> if you had owned it, I would have given you points. The correct answer is lemurs. <laughs> it's a conspiracy of lemurs. Because they look so suspicious. Uh, all right, that's the end of that round. We have one. Oh, my God. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my that's God. That's bullshit. never happened before. The audience... <laughs> Is in the lead with 500 points. See what happens when you buy us the drinks? Changes everything. Vicky, Vicky is in in second with zero points. Will and Keith are tied for third with negative 200, and Charlie is bringing up the rear with negative 300. Come on, applaud for Charlie. Yeah. She needs it. <laughs> she needs it. That's this all right. Is, we we do have one more round to go. Th- this is that evasive alcohol study right here. We stop be- buying him drinks and they just excel. They right. Just <laughs> they, take really, off. they really do. All right. Round number five. Uh, as usual, our final round 
theme is Science According to InfoWars. What does that mean? A conspiracy of InfoWars. InfoWars is uh, a conspiracy theorist website. They're the ones who said that uh, the the kids in Connecticut uh, were staged by the government, uh, the shooting. Yeah, they're really into crisis actors. And And we were uh, supposed to have a civil war yesterday. What happened? Yeah. It sounded uh, like it in my neighborhood. Sorry, but. question number one. According to InfoWars, what Oops. were liberals planning to do yesterday? Civil war. <laughs> Have a civil war! Correct. How was your civil war, everyone? Did you guys have a good civil war? I really, the potato salad, I think, was what pushed us over and the liberals won. They had, they had raisins in their potato salad on the other side and the judges were like, no! Yeah. No, Becky, no. no. Dearest Charlotte. I say that because I'm a Becky. Uh, yeah, apparently we had a civil war. Um, huh? Went pretty well. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, it didn't happen. And question number two is, according to InfoWars, why didn't a civil war happen yesterday? <laughs> Keith. Because they announced the plot and ruined the surprise. <laughs> That's actually not why. That's is InfoWars like a fake news thing? Or are we just supposed to say like crazy oh? <laughs> I'm so envious of you not knowing what this is. Oh. Imagine how sane she must be. Charlie. Anal sex, I'm guessing. I don't know. I think that would cause the civil war. <laughs> no, people were just enjoying it too much and they didn't have time for a civil war. No, I'm so sorry. Will. Uh, it actually did start. That's that was their answer that it did start. <laughs> it did it's stop, just it's, slowly rolling out. It's out. very quiet. Yeah, it's a quiet. Yeah, <laughs> they call it's that a, a soft, soft opening. opening. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> beta. Yeah. yeah. I don't realize I'm how dirty so soft sorry, opening Sorry, that's sounds. not right. Oh, I'm so sorry, Vicky. I want you to guess. I want you to guess, knowing nothing of Infowars. <laughs> why did Infowars think there was going to be a civil war and then it didn't happen? What did they say to themselves? To justify why it didn't happen. Excuse me? P-E-R. Pabst Pabst Blue, Blue Ribbon. Ribbon. The beer? <laughs> like yeah, hipsters I, were just so... I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, I witnessed super, it firsthand. Yeah, she's right. super ambitious at like 9 a.m. <laughs> right. You know, that actually does describe my weekend. I was at a fest... I was at a punk festival... <laughs> We showed up like right when it started at 1 p.m. and drank PBRs all day. Didn't make it to the headliner. <laughs> We're like, no, it's not in. So I'm going to give you points for that. <laughs> oh, wait. You didn't. Oh, shit. No, that's Keith. Keith, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I forgot what buttons do. <laughs> Good job, Vicky. I gave you points. Uh, no, the reason why uh, a civil war did not happen yesterday is because um, conservatives have all the guns. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're, they're so wrong. Yeah. I can't wait to see the look on their face. I know so many crazy Hunter S. So Thompson red. model liberals that are armed to the teeth. Well, all you right. live in Sacramento. It's okay to say that here because they're not listening. Right. <laughs> oh, God. If we end up on InfoWars, <laughs> dream come true. All right. Question number three. According to InfoWars, getting a microchip implant is a sign of what? Getting a microchip implant is a sign of what, Charlie? Satanism? Absolutely correct. Satan! Hail 
it's the mark of the beast and yeah, the apocalypse is not like movies. there's a lot of movies where that happens it's oh, actually a big thing <laughs> did you just say how many people follow Infowars how many too people? many <laughs> How many people voted for Trump? 66,000. Yeah. The people who voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah. But yes, Satan, Satan will give you all a microchip, like all of us. Yes. When, when, you know, he takes over the world. And apparently this is like a trend in Sweden or somewhere, and so it terrifies. Getting microchipped? Yeah, yeah, Where getting microchipped. Satanic heavy metal Do fun from. things with. No, but why are people getting microchipped? I have no idea. No. I, I just wrote down the mark of the beast. <laughs> so, Swedish people. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Satan. There's, it's no. Uh, go back to Sweden, commie. Wait, wait, wait. You England's gonna kick your butt. Does Trump know you're here taking our jobs? No, he loves Sweden and Norway. Oh, that's not yeah, what yeah. the shit For a second, yeah, I yeah. thought oh. you said oh, taking our dogs, and I got really scared. <laughs> like, you don't know about the Swedes and the dog baking? Like, that would actually worry me. Like, take my job. I don't want it, but take my dogs. Oh, no. taking, not baking. No. Okay. How dare you? Uh, question number four. According to InfoWars, why does Matt Lauer own 16,000 acres of land in New Zealand? Vicky. For the sheep's. All right. <laughs> Not the answer I'm looking for, but they did say the answer I'm looking for or because he has a lot of sheep. So I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to give it to you. But I'd also like their their main thinking why he owns so much land in New Zealand. Does anyone know? Because well, he's anti-American. Uh, I'm going to give it to you, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's prepping for the end of the world, and his American liberal friends are going to uh, usher that in, and then they're all going to, like, go over to New Zealand to survive. How do they get to get there? Uh, the end of the world. Uh, That's a tough boat trip. Alien technology. <laughs> <laughs> it's InfoWars. <laughs> Question I've seen number... Lord of the Rings, though. Beautiful place. Yes. Oh. Hobbits are very welcome there. I want to go live in Middle Earth. I'm liking this plan. Mm-hmm. The deep sea research in New Zealand is super <laughs> This is sounding less and less fantastical by the minute. Also, they have, they have a lot of uh, lightning bug things and, yeah, glowworms. And the animal that poops cubes is not that far away. It's very close. That's right. You could ship a wombat very cheaply. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. According to InfoWars, it's no longer polite to call white people white people. What should we call them now? Vicky! Crackers! <laughs> Did I get it right? I mean, I'm... Obviously, I'm giving you points for that. <laughs> I, I think more than points. I think as the darkest-skinned person on the panel, we just have to now adopt that. And that is now how we self-identify. Yeah, we're crackers. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, you got the points. If anybody wants to take a guess as to what InfoWars thinks you should call them, go Honkies? for it. Honkies is also a good guess, but unfortunately, no. Okay. This is a little dark, but uh, Master... <laughs> uh, they're bad. They're bad people. 
Thank you. So sorry. Uh, Charlie. I'm going to guess some kind of dig at political correctness, and so they're, they're going for something like, you know, white settler oppressive colonizer Caucasian oppressor. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I saw Something you were on the right track because they know. are adopting politically correct terms. Does the audience know? No. Anybody? No. I'd be surprised if you did. Can uh, I guess? I already hit the button. Oh. Is it just European American? No. Okay. It's um, no. It's much more ridiculous than that. It's people of light. <laughs> oh. Okay. I get <laughs> I'd, I'd rather be Cracker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could actually turn into light and just like, you know. Right. If you could just be awesome. your energy. Yeah. I mean, where do I do that? So this obviously came, I read the article, God help me. And this obviously came from a 4chan joke where they were like, hey, we should call white people people of light. That'd be funny and show minorities what's what. And, uh. Uh, Infowars reported this as though it's an actual movement, which means now it is. <laughs> now there's a bunch of white supremacists calling themselves people of light. So I think we're going to be okay because, like, California hippies of color are going to get super confused. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I'm a person of light. Also, I like hippies of hippies color. Hippies of color, yeah. <laughs> that's a good I'm term. I'm going to go hang out with my hawks. Yeah. <laughs> out there. Question number six. According to InfoWars, what mythical creature is ruling over the planet? Wait, repeat the question. Uh-huh. Uh, according to InfoWars, what mythical creature is currently ruling over our planet? Vicky. Is it, mer- is it mermaids? <laughs> no. <laughs> rolling? That, that's, that's a problem. Rolling? I'm going to give you points just because I love the idea of Alex Jones, like, <laughs> ranting about mermaids. Mermaid infestation. Like, yeah, the, the mermaid master race. <laughs> we, yeah, we can get into it later, but that's like a big thing with my job. Like, I spend half the time debunking mermaids. Discovery Channel. Well, Discovery Channel yeah. did a whole Mermaid Week where they were like, are mermaids real? Find out after the break. And then after the break, they're like, no, we'll talk about something else. And then they never quite get to it. They're like, after the next break, we'll tell you if mermaids are real. And then after the next break, they're like, here's the guy, blah, blah, blah. And they never quite answer the question. Confused a lot. So we, we don't know yeah. that. Scientists just don't know. Charlie. Uh, I'm going to say the beast. Some oh. sort of conversion of the beast, I'm guessing. Or possibly pop a magic dragon. What do you have there? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's incorrect. Well, Sasquatch? Ooh, good one, but no. <laughs> I wish. I, I, I feel like rolling is the clue. Rolling. What rolls? It's Did I say rolling? rolling? No. Rules. Ruling. 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 Oh. I was like the, the devil. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why I went with the piece. No, it's, it's still wrong. <laughs> Rules, yeah. I wish mermaids were ruling. I didn't know my accent was so weird. Uh, Keith, do you want to guess? I feel like you're the last one to take a guess. So it's a mythical creature. Can I make a phone call? (laughs) Are are you just going to call Will? I sure as hell will not call Will. (laughs) You're going to lose. I'd like to hear from the audience. Come on, make a guess. I love that everybody was in agreement. It's unicorns. No. <laughs> no. I should. I should. Yeah. 
No, I'm so sorry. The correct answer is uh, a satanic vampire network. Vampires, vampires. Obviously. Yep. Yeah, satanic vampires. That's redundant. Not regular vampires. Not what godly vampires. I watched all the seasons of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I don't remember. They have watched none of the seasons. <laughs> I guarantee. Um, and I'm going to quote directly from them. Uh, at the top, it's a Dracula type. Prince Philip is a full Dracula. That makes sense. He's a full Dracula. And he's rolling. Yeah. Never go for <laughs> Good one. Uh, all right. Last one. According to InfoWars, what animal has his, oh, wait, no, reset that. According to InfoWars, what animal has escaped Chernobyl and is now wandering Europe spreading its radioactive genes? Keith. Penis snake. <laughs> is that doing anything for you, audience? <laughs> All right, you got some chuckles. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give you a pity point. I'm taking a lot of things out of pity. It is wolves. Well done, Vicky. That's the actual answer. Yeah. This is a real news story. Scientists are tracking uh, wolves in the Chernobyl area, and for the first time, they found one wolf that wandered outside of that area, and they're very excited about it because it shows it's a healthy population that's actually thriving in this zone. Uh, but InfoWars reported this as radioactive wolf <laughs> spreads its radioactive genes around. Nuclear radiated mutant yeah, wolves. We're all going to die. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a movie. Did you know the radioactive wolf actually poops? I think I had all the nuclear radioactive mutant wolf action figures. Yeah. Radiated mutant it wolf figures. Poops in a 20 sided die, yeah. and if it rolls a perfect 20, then. Wait, did you the say end times come. So, uh, yeah, that's it. So that's it for that round, and that's it for our show. No, so already? Yeah, that's it. So it looks like our winner by a, by a nose is Vicky Vasquez with 500 points. Well done, Vicky, with our audience close behind with second place, 400 points. Well done, audience. Uh, oh, you weren't kidding about a belt. There is a belt. You get to wear this, and uh, people will take pictures of you. Uh, will and Keith have tied with negative 300, and Charlie is in last place with negative 500. Well done. And I just spilled my beer. <laughs> Perfect ending. Yes, Keith. And now everyone tells us where we can find them online. Yes, that's what's going to happen next. Oh, I, I was it. sure you'd, you'd forgotten as you spilled your beer. That's yeah, why I jumped fine. in for the city. <laughs> Uh, Charlie, let's start to my right. Charlie, tell, uh, everyone where they can find you. Warren G. Harding's penis. <laughs> I just still know that okay, I didn't guess that. I was going to guess that. And I, and I thought it was too free. Uh, I'm on Charlie, I'm on Twitter as Charlie G. Okay, thank you. So uh, uh, willdurst.com. See you there. Boom, boom. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook. Man, you guys are efficient at this. Vicky. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shark, and if you are a fan of Shark Week, I will be on um, the opening show on July 22nd, and I'm also going to be on Shark After Dark again. For uh, this time, they're going to do it live, and I have no idea who they're going to put me with. Um, I requested Sharknado people; they said they weren't there. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Uh, 
Last year, um, I mentioned earlier, I was with Anthony Jeselnik, and they said that I was the one of the few people who wasn't totally uncomfortable with him. Oh, yeah. good. Congrats. Okay. <laughs> I know I was. The bad news is, or the good news is, it couldn't get worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Keith. They're just so funny to me that someone who would be comfortable in a shark cage and they were like, well, let's see how she does with Anthony Jeselnik. <laughs> we'll freak her out. Yeah, I'm uh, at Keith Lowell and that's on Instagram and Twitter and all the things. Great. And I'm Rebecca Watson. You can find Quizzertron at Quizzertron, also on Yay. iTunes <laughs> at Quizzertron.com. Thank you so much to my entire panel for being here. And thank you to you, San Francisco. <laughs>